This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 1424, English Euphemisms and How They Lead to Your Fluency. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, downloaded more than 150 million times. Are you feeling stuck with your English? We'll show you how to become fearless and fluent by focusing on connection, not perfection. With your American host, Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, and Michelle Kaplan, the New York radio girl, coming to you from Colorado and New York City, USA. Fluency means using euphemisms, knowing how to use them, and then deciding how direct to be when you approach sensitive topics in English. Listen today to get closer to that higher level of English fluency. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, Lindsay, how's it going? Hey, Michelle, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. Yes, getting ready for September. It's going to be an exciting month. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely. Um, so... We have been having a lot of fun on this show with different kinds of topics about English, and I've been loving doing uh, these topics. So, for example, do you remember we did one on onomatopoeias? Onomatopoeias. I still love saying that. But yeah, 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 yeah. I do 1340. Guys, you should go check that out. That was really cool. Hopefully our listeners love that one. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It was beep, beep, ring, ring. How using onomatopoeias in English can you make you more in- interesting? So I <laughs> I definitely had fun with that one. So listen to that one. Um, and today we are going to kind of take on another um, interesting aspect of English. Um, and this is the euphemism. So yes. we spelled that. That's with a P-H, guys. So mm-hmm. that's E-U-P-H-E-M-I-S-M. Yes. And so what the heck is a euphemism? And why should we learn them, Michelle? Okay. So a euphemism is a way to put something in a nice sounding way, in a less direct way, right? So it's a little bit softer. It's actually a substitution. And they're very common in the English language. And we use them, we use them even though, um, Anyone usually, everyone usually knows what is actually being said, but you might not want to say the direct, like, bad sounding thing. Mm, Okay, interesting. So this is very high level to be able to do this. Yeah. Oh, this is super high level. Yeah, it makes me think of, you know, we use these on an everyday basis, but even, you know, if we are, let's say we're at a nice dinner and we want to say something in a different way. I mean, not all of these phrases would work (laughs) because we're going to share the phrase birthday suit. So that's a little Uh, different, (laughs) um, which I love that phrase too. Me too. Um, But, you know, yeah, 
around polite company, as they say, we want to be able to rephrase things and put them in nice ways. So this also would work in one particular context that I can think of, which is the IELTS exam. Right, Michelle? Yeah. Oh, for sure. This is really good for IELTS. This definitely shows that you are at a super high level. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And guys, by the way, if you are taking IELTS this year, the first place to get started is at the IELTS Energy Podcast by All Ears English. So Jessica Mm -hmm. and Aubrey are over there. Michelle, you're over there once in a while. I'm over there sometimes. But we have 14 plus years of experience, examiner experience going into that podcast. Okay, so go over there, sign up, subscribe and start listening because we're going to help you get that seven or higher over there. All right. Cool. Perfect. Yes, definitely. Go over there, guys. So yeah, let's get more into the euphemism. So so for example, um, I I may not want to let's say someone is lazy, right? Yeah. I may not want to say you're lazy, right? Or I may not want to use the word lazy. I might or or about myself, right? Like I might not want to call myself lazy, but I, I might want to use the word like comfortable. Ah, right? Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Do, so, do you think that in this case, when you say this, that people know you're trying to say lazy and this is just kind of a word we're using to sound more uh, palatable or kind of? I mean, I think this is a little bit of a uh, this is a little bit of a complex, complex example. Right. Because, mm. I mean, I could say like, uh, well, actually, that's complex. not true. I, I mean, I'm th- I, OK. I'll say this is the context I was thinking of. Like, oh, okay. hey, like if I'm with Dan and he's like, oh, dear. Okay, get off the couch, Michelle. I need you to blah, blah, blah. I don't know if he needs me, if he needs help yeah. with something. And I'm like, uh, I don't want to move. I'm comfortable, right? I might yeah. not want to say lazy. Like, maybe I'm not even that comfortable. Maybe I'm just lazy. I see. That makes sense. Now that, 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 yeah, that's how. So let's keep going through the other examples and it'll be, become really clear for our listeners here. Definitely. So this one I remember from childhood. I don't remember where I heard it. Did you ever hear somebody described as vertically challenged? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. What does that mean? Vertically challenged. So meaning you're short. You're yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm kind of short too. I'm five foot four. Um, yeah. What's your height, Michelle? I'm like five. I'm not even five foot three. So I'm okay. I'm, a sh- I'm a short too. But I always I always kind of liked being on the shorter side. Did you? But you kind of have a voice of a tall person. <laughs> what? You have like a a great mic voice. And so when oh, I thanks. yeah, I actually thought that you were taller when I, before I met you. <laughs> That's funny. I actually think that I thought you were tall. It's always funny because we've been in the same place like so few times that it's weird yeah. when you're when you're 3D, Lindsay, honestly. 3D. And I I remember <laughs> It is weird. It is weird. It's I'm like, weird. "Oh my gosh, like, you thought I was mentioned. taller." That's so funny. That's so yeah. funny. So we're oh, both kind of I wonder if uh, Jessica and Aubrey are taller or short. Oh, uh, Jessica's taller. She's like five eight, I think, oh, or really? five seven. I think so. Aubrey, I don't actually really know. So <laughs> very interesting. Very anyway. Interesting. Yeah. Um. So Lindsay and I are vertically challenged, but that's okay. Um. So um. That's a that's a nice way to say short. So mm-hmm. again, um. People people can also make their own euphemisms, or um. Or they can be widely heard in conversations. So, but today we're going to give you some more common ones. So, Lindsay, what's the next one? Yeah. So the next one would be, so this idea of put to sleep. Okay. Mm -hmm. So when you're, especially for an animal, 
Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So what is the euphemism for that? Well, the, put to sleep is the is euphemism. the euphemism. Yes, I yes, see. yes. Sorry. Okay. So youth euthanize, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like mm-hmm. you don't want to say like, oh, I have to euthanize my dog. Like that sounds terrible. I mean, everybody yeah. knows what put to sleep means, but it just yeah. sounds it's not as harsh sounding. So if yeah. we say something like, oh, we had to put my dog to sleep because the vet said she was in pain. Sorry for that terrible example but no um, no no I know what you mean I always when I was a kid and we also we never had to put my cats to sleep but I remember going to the vet and hearing that word being thrown around and kind of being like wow that sounds harsh oh euthanize yeah 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 Yeah. it's not a word you want to hear I mean yeah everybody everybody knows what put to sleep means yeah right but it's just not it's something it sounds worse to say it the Mm. other way yeah I used to work in a vet's office when I was a senior really in high school oh, I was wow. a vet assistant oh. and yeah and I remember just oh man feeling so bad for the vet who had to do euthanasias Ugh. or yeah. I guess it's called euthanasia um and just I don't know heartbreaking right because if you go into veterinary medicine you love animals and then to have to do that yeah right? like it's such a big part of your job I know yeah. it's, that's, that's gonna be hard I, I definitely mm-hmm. couldn't do that <laughs> Yeah, um, for sure. Okay, and this one's even worse, of course. Yeah, so <laughs> this is a cheerful episode about euphemism. This is much different from onomatopoeias when we're like, crash, bang, boom. Okay. Yeah. Um. All right. Um. So this one is passed away. Another yeah. cheerful one. Um. Which means this died. Is, mm-hmm. Yeah, for died, right? So for like people. My, yeah. Yeah. So my great-grandmother passed away last year. Yeah, exactly. So again, if you are on the speaking test in IELTS, to be able to say this instead of just the simple textbook word of to die, if you can say passed away, it shows that really deeper understanding of the language. And that examiner would be looking towards the seven or higher for vocab. Okay, so good. Yeah, so good. Yeah. Hey guys, I want to remind you to go ahead and hit subscribe on your podcast player. We have tons of exciting stuff lined up for you this fall, but you'll miss it all if you don't have us in your podcast deck. So go ahead and hit subscribe so that you don't miss a single episode of All Ears English. Thanks for listening to the show. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I like this this next one. It's 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 interesting. Um, between jobs, have you ever heard of somebody say, "I'm between jobs"? Yeah, <laughs> this is definitely a euphemism, and people will say it with like a smug look in their face a little bit sometimes, yeah. right? Yeah, Cause, yeah, yeah. Because it is pretty harsh to say I'm unemployed, and people do still say it with pride. Right now, I'm unemployed. Right now, right? right? But um, at different times, I've heard people say, "I'm between jobs." If you want it to sound a little bit less harsh, less direct. Right, right, right. Exactly. And unfortunately, yeah, a lot of people are unemployed um, yeah, now. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, sometimes people might say it as like a little bit of a joke, right? Um, right. You right. know, like, oh, yeah, I'm that's what jobs. I mean. Yeah, by saying yeah exactly. Small, kind of like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm between jobs. Right, um, right, right. A nice yeah. way to say you don't have a job. <laughs> yeah, right. This next one is great. I love this one. It's so right. funny. What is it? <laughs> All right, so your birthday suit, it basically means you're naked because the day you're born, you have no clothes, so you are naked, right? Yeah, Um, yeah, this one's fun. What's an example sentence? 
Um, oh, I'm changing right now, so don't open the door. I'm in my birthday suit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's so fun. So fun. Birthday suit. It's a clever, it's a clever phrase. It is clever. It is clever. And then um, another time when people use, I mean, well, that last example as well. I mean, I feel like a lot of times mm-hmm. with kids, mm-hmm. people might mm-hmm. use uh, euphemisms because, yeah, for sure. right? So like, yeah. well, do you want to do the next one, Lindsay? Yeah, the next one is the birds and the bees, right? If Yeah, this means basically sex, right? Yeah. Um, but maybe you have a teenage son or you're trying to explain this stuff to your teenager and you use that phrase. Like, I need to have a talk with my kids about the birds and the bees. Or we're going to talk about the bee- birds and the bees right now. Charlie, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. like it's kind of like you may feel a little uncomfortable, at least in American culture. People may feel a little uncomfortable yeah. broaching that topic with their teenage kids. So instead, they use a word that's kind of like an analogy, kind of silly to not have to say the word. Let's talk about sex. Okay. Yeah, right. Right. It's, that sounds like ah, I don't want it. Um, yeah. um. Or it also makes me think of the stork. Oh yeah. Well, what about that, Michelle? The, so the stork is this idea. I don't know um, if it's in other cultures, but sometimes when kids ask, like, where do babies come from, and they might say, oh, the stork brings them, and that's basically <laughs> you know that this bird comes and delivers the baby because they don't want to say what you know right. they want to right, avoid right, the actual right. topic. Yeah, for sure. I love it. So very high level, very common, very natural and native. Yeah. 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 So I mean, Lindsay, do you do you? I mean, why do you think we use euphemisms, and what does this say about mm. our culture? Like, do you think yeah. we're trying to hide things, or what? Good question, Michelle. So yeah, think about it. Death, loss of job, mm-hmm. and sex. sex, and 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 being naked. Right. These are topics that people might feel shame around. They mm-hmm. might feel like they don't want to talk about directly. Yeah. Um. And so that's why, because we want to play around with our words. We don't want to have to say the word directly. We may be embarrassed, so we want to come up with another thing to say. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I wonder if um, other cultures have this as well. I wonder. Yeah, you have to let us know about this because, you know, different. I mean, I, you know, talking about the birds and bees with your kids, you know, or, you know, like it's like a big deal and and kind of feeling that shame or whatever. Yeah, I wonder something that people around the world feel. Yeah, I I guess I suspect that in certain cultures, there's a lot less shame around talking yeah. about sex with teenage kids. Like if you're a parent, you need to have that talk with your kids. Yeah. I have a feeling maybe that talk doesn't even happen because it's been intertwined in the conversation right. all along. Right. I mean, we do have this whole like Protestant um conservatism in certain parts of our country it's not true everywhere though i mean i find that in you know in certain families like in the west or different california it's less uh, uptight than the east coast and even that is a generalization right it really depends on your family Um, that's true Right. But definitely in my family, we didn't talk about that stuff very much. So yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So I would suspect that for our listeners in certain cultures, it's much less of a taboo topic. But guys, let us know. This would be really interesting to talk about. Come back to Instagram. Come back to our blog, 1424. Type it in. Leave a comment on the blog. Definitely. Okay. Yeah, this is fun. I mean, yeah, I think it's just we don't always want to be direct and I mean, that's just one one of many ways to be less direct. So I think a lot of people rely on it. Um, but I don't always think that we should just, you know, shy away from saying yeah. the real thing if it's necessary. Totally. Um, 
Totally. I think we yeah. should get comfortable. We should try to get comfortable with saying right. the thing, the actual topic. Like, why do we have to? I think it's a little like cheesy or maybe a little wimpy to say birds and the bees. Like, right. it's kind of dodging the topic and it's taking the easy way out in some ways. Hmm. I mean, I think the phrase birthday suit is just funny and it's fun. Yeah, yeah, it is. But this birds and the bees, I feel like it's just avoiding just saying the word and just say it. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's what I right. think. Right. No, I agree with you. I agree with you. This sounds like oh, something we could continue talking about in another episode. Yeah, um, for sure. There's a lot. There's a lot to say here. But I think to yeah. help with that other episode, like we would definitely want to hear from our listeners. Yes, oh, I would love that. that. Yeah, yes. guys. So if you want a part two on this episode, there's a lot to dig into. Leave some comments. Give us something to respond to. Ask yeah. a question. And then we will do a part two for this one. Yeah. Definitely. All right. So, Lindsay, what's the takeaway for today? Well, I mean, before we do the takeaway, I just want to remind oh. you guys again, IELTS yes. exam using yes. euphemisms would instantly increase your score. So to learn more about that, go over and subscribe to the IELTS Energy Podcast. That's a podcast by our team, All Ears English. Um, and to leave our listeners with a takeaway, euphemisms are a huge part of our culture. So you yeah. should be able to use them. Okay. Mm -hmm. There's a lot more than what we've just shared today. Right, Michelle? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There are tons. There are tons. Yeah, just tons. Google it and you'll find a lot. And, you know, we can do follow ups. But yeah, they're they're very, they're very useful. But you have to think about like, when is there at some point am I just hiding? You know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So think about when you're using it and why you're using it. And they're definitely okay to use like there's no issue with using it. But yeah. you know, something that's just food for thought. Yeah, I mean, I think the key to becoming fluent and fearless for our listeners is to right. know the euphemism, know what it means, know how to use it, and then make the choice depending on the situation. Like how upfront do you want to be? How direct do you want to be? Who are you talking to? What's the context? That is fluency, right, Michelle? Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, I love that. Yeah, this has been a lot of fun, Lindsay. And yeah, we'll hopefully talk more about this soon. All right. Talk to you soon. Take All care. Right. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to All Ears English. If you are taking IELTS this year, get your estimated band score with our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com slash my score. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, then hit subscribe now to make sure you don't miss anything. See you next time.